Good morning and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Yes, let's get them started. I know they're in a balloon just ready to burst on us. I'd like to dedicate, I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Isabel. Isabel's a new mother and uh, she just gave birth to a little girl. God bless her. And this will be Isabel's first Mother's Day without her own mother. Just two months before her baby was born, God took her mother home. So wrap your arms around her, give her all the strength she needs, and bless Mario and Christine who are the grandparents and are there to help her this week. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, every day I am awakened by your tender hand of mercy and love. Every day I give you my list of prayer requests And every day, I hope yesterday's unanswered prayers will be answered today. But Father, in this hour, I just want to give you praise. I praise you for the prayers you answer that cause me to rejoice and strengthen my faith. I praise you for getting me through unexpected heartbreaks, financial upheavals, and spiritual despair. I praise you for the prayers that you did not respond to as I requested, but used your perfect will to override my emotional desire. And yet, you are loving enough to allow me to see why your will is just. Father, I praise you for life's lessons you teach me in my low moments and the love you show me when I am not very loving. I praise you for not attending my pity parties, but standing by to give me comfort when I remember it is only your love that can lift me. I praise you for unexpected surprises that give me a spiritual boost when I feel lost and abandoned. The surprises only those who have a relationship with you can believe and appreciate. I praise you for getting me through the times when others spoke their truth about my life with no concern about me. And when my faith and obedience were on trial, I praise you for teaching me obedience is better than sacrifice. Father, I praise you for showing me the difference between your greatness and my smallness your strength and my weakness, your perfect will and my self-will. I am so grateful for the wisdom you give me through your daily lessons and blessings. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to pour out my heart even when my words are not always kind or loving. Yet you give me comfort, understanding, and discipline, but all with love. And most of all, I praise you for blessing me with the greatest love I will ever know. So thank you, Father. I give you praise 
I give you honor and I give you all the glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 717. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Psalm 146. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. And Ephesians 1, 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Our God is wonderful. Our God is great. Our God is an awesome God. I love it. I love it. And dear Lord, I admit my weaknesses to you, my instability, my many needs, how difficult it is for me to pray with faith and trust that I should have. Please come to my aid now and secure me for the help I require so that I can be more frequent, more fervent, and more faithful in my prayers to you. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back, and it's going to be a great day of prayer and messages and blessings. I read something so beautiful in Christianity.com I want to share. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for resurrecting Christ. He was the supreme sacrifice. I want to give to you the best that I have to offer, my first fruits. You deserve nothing less. Amen. In the Old Testament, the first fruits, literally the first fruits of any harvest, whether it was fruit, grain, or animals, were offered as a sacrifice. Anything else was considered disrespectful to God. That is the reason that God became angry with Cain in the book of Genesis. Cain offered fruit from the ground which meant it was basically what had fallen off the tree and considered leftovers. Cain dishonored God with this pitiful sacrifice. So brothers and sisters, the message today is don't block your blessings. Yes, we are to give 10% of our first fruits to God To give to God is to give to his people. If you don't have a charity that you give to, pick one. Pick one now. Something that you can automatically give to monthly even. Whatever number you pick to give counts. Then when you tally up your real earnings, 
your increase, you can add the difference. If you are attending church, you are to give in the collection. 10% of your increase each time. Considering God gives us everything we have, the very least we can do is give him his share. Yes, this is the law of Christ. Now to share, it will show up almost immediately. Our God loves obedience. Our God loves kindness. Our God loves love. So say for instance, you earn $200. That is an increase in your hand. And that means that you owe God $20. This is not a joke. This is me telling you what you should be doing to reap a harvest of blessings. A harvest. So what I do most times is tally what I earn and then I subtract 10% and I get that in cash. So it can be fives, tens, or just even dollar bills. I keep that money on my person so that every time I see someone in need or any time that there's a chance to do a good deed with money to help someone, I have the ready cash. And honestly, all I have to do is dispense God's 10% to his people. And I promise you, after you did it once, and you see how quickly God brings it back to you. And sometimes, most times, double, you will be hooked. Not to mention, it feels so good to give. It feels so good to give. Those of you who give know exactly what I mean. And brothers and sisters, I give and I receive from God. You reap what you sow more than you sow. This is probably the biggest breakthrough for blessings that a Christian can count on. We are here to serve the Lord. No one else. Just Him. It just so happens that when we serve him, we serve others. And that is all God wants. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to another, period. And to think the tithe is the least we can do the least. Everything, every job, every material thing we have, every meal we eat, like I said, everything 
we have comes from God, belongs to God, and is most times in direct proportion to what we give. You can try my idea, get the 10% in cash, have it handy and give it to someone less fortunate. I promise you, your cup will runneth over. Yep, I promise. You have to try it to believe it. God provides and he does like to test us. It'll be like your bank account going from zero to 100 or better yet, to 1,000 overnight. You'll see. Trust in the Lord. I am just a messenger, listeners. And you better believe I tithe. I want you to get all these blessings that we pray for daily, all of it. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back with some more words of wisdom, maybe. Hopefully, God willing. And I admire Dr. Charles Stanley so much. I want to share a word from him. And remember, listeners, it's not the man who is giving the word. It is the message that is coming from God through the man. So let's be open to that. Father, praise and glory to you for this day and for your purpose for it. This is the day you have made. We choose this day to rejoice and be glad. Father, you are the one true, true God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Abba, Yahweh, Jesus, Messiah. Spirit, Strengthener, Glory to you in the highest. Let us not be people who trade truth for lies. We want to know you, Father. Draw us close to you today as we search for the truth you proclaim over our lives. The world has a lot to say about what is true, but only you have the authority to declare who we are. Father, help us to see ourselves the way you see us and to see others the way you see them. Allow us the strength and wisdom to refute lies in our own thoughts and take them captive to the truth of your word. Use us, Lord, to help others identify lies in their lives and equip us to replace those lies with truths. Make us aware of who you are trying to draw near to you through our lives, Lord Jesus. Let your presence fill us and guide us. We submit our agendas and we pray your will over our lives. 
Search our hearts for lies, Father, and replace them with your truth. Forgive us for our daily sins and teach us how to repent and draw closer to you, Lord God. Restore us and put a willing, focused, and repentant spirit in us. Expand our territory, Father, according to your will. We lift our worries up to you because you care for us. Calm our minds and our hearts with the truth of who you are, God. Teach us more about your character and your love for us. For you so loved the world, you gave your one and only Son, Christ Jesus, to save our lives. Let the truth of who you are in Christ reign true in our lives, disputing every lie which attempts to distract us. In Jesus' name, amen. And that prayer was by Meg Butcher. She writes about everyday life within the love of Christ as a freelance writer. And she is the author of a book called Friends with Everyone. Amen. God bless her. That was beautiful. And I'm sorry, I had jumped the gun. Here's the word from Dr. Charles Stanley. Faith isn't something that we can lay claim to because we were born to believing parents or have citizenship in a Christian country. Nor can we attain it by attending or even teaching Sunday school, though I've often heard such incorrect assertions. Instead, the followers should have a genuine, the follower should be, genuine believers, a clear understanding of the gospel is essential for a person to believe and receive the good news of Jesus Christ. His death on the cross was the only sacrifice required to remove our sins. God offers his grace as a gift to anyone who will receive it. A definite decision at a particular point in time serves as a sort of landmark of the heart and mind. People do not just slip into Christianity. Faith in Jesus must be chosen. Believers are those who have made a deliberate decision to trust the Lord and follow in His ways. A blessed assurance follows the clear act, the clear-cut decision so that believers can be certain of their salvation. I'll repeat that. A blessed assurance follows the clear-cut decision so that believers can be certain of their salvation. God wants confident assured children, a visible symbol of what happens when someone receives the Savior, namely through baptism, illustrated by dying to one's old ways and rising to new life in Christ Jesus. 
believers are to take this step as a public way of identifying with him. A man or woman of faith chooses to surrender to Christ, embracing the word of God and loves fully for the Lord. True believers no longer muddle through the practices of religion out of habit, but instead worship and rejoice in a vibrant personal relationship with the Lord. Amen. A man or woman of faith chooses to surrender to Christ, embraces the word of God, and lives fully for the Lord. True believers no longer muddle through the practices of religion out of habit, but instead worship and rejoice in a vibrant, personal relationship with the Lord. Amen. I had to emphasize that. And so listeners, that is exactly what we are striving to do with this podcast. We aim to worship and rejoice in a vibrant, personal relationship with God. God bless us. It is not easy, but it can be. And we are going to figure it out together. 9,000 are listening. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Bow your head. God, Lord, Jesus Christ, thank you for everything. That's it. Thank you for choosing me to follow you. Amen. Don't go anywhere. Commanding your morning a daily devotional, Matthew 16, 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You have become privy to the mystery of these kingdom principles or keys so that in this life you can walk in divine dominion. In other words, whatever you allow in the earthly realm, heaven allows. And whatever you say no to in Jesus' name, heaven will back you up by binding it. Remember, nothing leaves heaven until the request for it leaves earth. This is how powerful the spoken word is. It has the ability to open or close spiritual and heavenly doors. Bow your head. I declare that this is a new day. I am breaking out of limitations in my mind, soul, and spirit. I decree and declare that every Jericho wall will come down and I will possess all that you have for me. I command every situation and circumstance to come into divine alignment. 
The power and purpose of God will prevail in my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. And God's promises, John 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Jesus is the living expression of what is God, what is on God's mind, but he is more. He is the living expression of what is on God's heart, but he is even more. He is the very heart of the almighty God of the universe laid bare for all to see. Do you want to know what is on the mind of God? Well, then look at Jesus. Do you want to know the will of God? Take a look at Jesus. Do you want to know what is in the heart of God? It is Jesus. Amen. In God's way, day by day. Philippians 1, 6. He who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Anything that God does in your life will last. It will be for your perfection, your wholeness and it will endure throughout all the ages. What Christ is doing in you day by day, week in and week out, year in and year out, is a good work that has eternal value. You are not only a work in progress, but you are a good work in progress. God is building into you the qualities of himself that will last forever. The Lord is utterly committed to the work in you, and the work that he is doing is a good work with many benefits, a lasting work. Amen. So we have a theme. They tell us to follow in God's ways. Okay, listeners, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to follow in God's ways. So that means everything that we do, we're going to say, what would Jesus do? And then we're going to do that. So let's do it today. Let's follow in God's ways. And you know what that entails. Just take your time. Review your mind. Ask God to reveal what that means. And watch him guide your path. I truly believe that God guides our path and no one else. We're just to follow in his ways. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.